Hey, welcome hey. to Hockey here. This is Chris and my co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, folks? And uh, yeah, we're just starting here our initial podcast, and this is more of a test run, but uh, we're going to kind of go over uh, as it is the trade, um, not necessarily trade deadline, but the it's free agent frenzy, right? So we're going to go over some of these uh, things that are going on with trades and signings and, uh, you know, all that fun hockey stuff. Yeah, I was kind of, to be honest with you, Chris, I was kind of shocked. I I thought this was, it was really active, right? We've seen more boring ones in previous years. Yeah. But I really thought we were going to see a bunch of things immediately hammered out. Um, but, you know, it looks like the the big free agents that are out there are really testing the waters. And also GMs look like they're being conservative right now. So, Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the fact that we still have no, we know, no signing place for Peter Angelo or, I mean, Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. I mean, it's, I'm stunned. I thought they'd drop on like day one, hour one. Well, and the other thing is, you guys still got some other guys that can skate fast, move the puck. Like, I thought Holla was going to be signed. I thought, um, oh, what's his name? Hoffman, who, you know, as a Canadians fan, I'd like to see him there because we could use the help of the power play and Potnin, like, you know, that extra second line, like getting that extra scoring. So, you know, I was a little hey, shocked. He could, he could but, be a great fit in San Jose, right? <laughs> Maybe they'll bring him back to Ottawa now, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Speaking of teams that are doing stuff, Ottawa Senators are loading up. My which, God, right? Yeah, it's it's you know if they're if you're looking at a team right now that's just ha- you know has everything wide open now. Do I think Matt Murray is the answer and goal? We'll find out because, you know, um, they're paying him like it. Yeah. Well, you know, let's, let's be fair on this part. Like Pittsburgh didn't have stellar shutdown defense, right? You know, they did have, you know, arguably one of the top 10. I don't call him the best player in the world anymore in Crosby, but with Crosby on the ice, he can change up the game, but he didn't have that great a D in front of him and he did. Okay. I don't know what the defense situation in Ottawa is, but um, yeah, you know, if if I was the owner of the Senators now with, what, $40 million in cap space, I know that's an exaggeration, but why not try to grab every big name you can now and make a bigger splash? So, and you know what? The, the rolling dumpster fire that Ottawa was two years ago, uh, I'm stunned with what they've done. Honestly, I I didn't revel in it. I enjoyed it a little bit, little bit as a uh, you know born and raised Sabres fan, but... Uh, you know, I'm stunned with where they've come in such a short period of time. And uh, yeah. they've been able to dump like Bobby Ryan and and free up that cap space to get some real solid talent. And I mean, and defensively, I mean, they got Shabbat. I mean, he's fantastic. Um, yep. You know, Nikita Zaitsev still kind of, you know, um, I wouldn't say up and coming, but, you know, he's he's pretty well seasoned there. Um, yeah. Well, but, but look, look, look at their forwards, right? It's not bad. You got an Isamoff. They just grabbed Watson, who's a good grinding player that will drive. Yeah. In. You've got another Kachuk in the world. Well, <laughs> hell on any team that's out there. So you know, Tierney's not bad. Um, I forgot where the heck. What happened to my boy Vodker? Is Vodker a free agent? I thought Vodker was. Uh, truthfully, I thought Vodker was traded back to Arizona last year, wasn't he? Or was he? <laughs> <laughs> like it just seems like it goes back and forth. 
Where is it? Where's Bodger? I want to see what he's doing now, man. To be honest with you, um, there's some there's somebody listening right now that's infuriated because they know exactly where he's at. <laughs> well, no, it says his current team is the Ottawa Senators, but it looks like he's on load, on load, on load, on loan to AC Lugano. Um, so I don't know if he's just over there playing right now because you know they loaned some players out. Wasn't so, Thornton playing in like Switzerland? Uh, that's what he does every year. He he heads over that way. Does he? But I didn't but know. okay, so I don't know what's going on with Bobker. I didn't think I, I thought he was on their lineup. And he, the, to be honest with you, as a Coyote fan, uh, when Bobker was actually on the team, every time there was a breakaway and Bobker was on it, he was scoring one season. It was just exciting because as soon as you heard Bob, you know, if you couldn't watch the game live. And you're listening to it on the radio. You'd hear, "Oh, Bodker's got the puck. He's on the breakaway." I'm like, "He's money. He's going to get a goal." And you know, nine times out of ten, he was scoring on that breakaway, man. But I'm surprised. But if you look at the roster for the, you know, for the Sens, it's not horrible, right? No, I think they. I mean, they're they're not a Stanley Cup team. Uh, yeah. But I wouldn't be stunned at all to see them, you know, make it into the at least at most, I think, the second round next year. Uh, I think that would be calling a lot. I mean, I'd, I wouldn't be stunned at all to see them in the, in the playoffs at all. If they make it second round, I think that's about as good as the team is talented right now. Uh, but who knows, man? Matt Murray steps his game up. Like, I'm sorry. I know Matt Murray's, what, t- two-time Stanley Cup champion, right? But he had a hell of a team around him, so we'll see. Yeah, he had a hell of a team around him. He was also carried by Flurry for one of them seasons, if I'm not incorrect, because Flurry had one bad game. And I'm sorry, I remember that game. It wasn't a bad game. I think me and you were texting about it at that time. Yeah, the defense talking- was atrocious, yeah, and, they, and they, they, they pulled him and never brought him back. And I think he ended up in Vegas the following year. Yeah, they then. So yeah, so you know, I'm a Flower fan too. So. I'm a big flower power fan. I got yeah. my flower jersey right next to me. And, and one thing we got to tell everybody is we're the crazy goalies, so we tend to defend yes. them a little bit more. But I will call a goalie out when he lets a weak goal in. But if I remember correctly, going back, there wasn't a weak goal. He was nope. just hung out, and that was it. And that was it. That was the end of him. You know, yes. as fair as it is, you know, I don't think that should have ever happened. But no. I mean, he had some definite bad games in previous seasons before Murray was there. Like, honestly, that Philadelphia series from like 2012. I mean, it was just like they were full of holes, both him and uh, who was in net for Philly that time, Michael Layton? Yeah, well, yeah, that sounds right. But here's the thing, though, when you're going that far back with Flurry, So the thing that Flurry did, which is hard for a goaltender to do, is he redefined his game. So his issue was he was dropping Butterfly. And yeah. he's too small to drop Butterfly. And, you know... I think with watching the tape and his goaltending coach sat down and saw it, so you got to play bigger. You know, you, you've got to come out with more of your net. you got to have your defense cover you, and you can't go down. And to be honest with you, I was watching him versus the Coyotes uh, when, when Vegas was in town a couple seasons ago, and the guy was coming in for a shot, and all Fleury honestly did it was just push right out and stood there and let the puck hit him. You know, yeah. that's classic goaltending, right? Don't drop, just let the puck hit you, and that's what he did. So he came out far enough to cut down that angle. So that's the difference is he's super athletic, right? Yeah. So, you know, he, he just had to make the saves when he needed to make the saves and be big when he needed to be big. So he's one of the goalies I give credit to because he had to redefine his game. As soon as he dropped, he's too small. Shoulders all day long, you're going to pick it on him, right? So yep. So anyway, yeah. Um, but back to the Sens for one quick second, just to say this. They still have $27 million in cap space. Yep. Well, they're not going to extend. I mean, 
Well, not not extend. They're not going to get close to the uh, the the ceiling. The Sens won't, won't get close to the ceiling. The owner won't allow that to happen. Well, they're going to hit the floor. But here's the yeah. thing: is in all the seasons, if you want to drum up your fan base again and really, and they need to, because Ottawa lost some fans in the recent years because it's just <laughs> been such a, it's been a dumpster fire that has been transferred onto the Buffalo Sabers. But uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> well, so. but you have the arena deal that was supposed to be downtown Ottawa fall apart in a blaze of glory. So. Um, uh, downtown arena in Ottawa would be fantastic. Having to go out to Canada is just painful, man. Uh, it is. And the thing is, you know, um, it's, it's out it, traffic wise. Cause I live there. It's brutal. It's, so did I. Brutal. <laughs> it's, it's brutal. If you are dumb enough to take the bus, like I did one time, it takes forever. When oh, you're yeah. already at a hockey game and you have to bus it, you know, an hour back into town. After. I lived in the heart of the city, and the worst thing was going out to a Sens game and just having to – and the best way out there, sadly, was the buses, unless you just wanted to get out there and walk around, like for me, the goalie store out there, um, or the hockey store. I just I really like the goalie section. Um, yeah. oh, I can't remember the name of it, but someone can plug it later. The buses took about an hour, and living in the heart of the – if you lived even far, like you're out in New Orleans or something, come from Gatineau, man, you, you're not getting out there easy. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's one of those typical things. If they had it built up better with a great restaurant district or something else, awesome, right? And some good yeah. public transport, like a good express train that could get you There's down. nothing out there, man. It's just yeah, surrounded by nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's sort of like the Coyotes Arena, but we'll get to that one later. Let's talk about these these trades because yeah. I'll tell you the one, the one that caught me. Well, there's a couple that caught me off guard, right? One okay. was earlier earlier yesterday with Stastny going back to the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg, yeah. Okay, so with all the talk of Line A being traded, now they think this stabilizes it. Because Line A and, you know, Line A playing alongside of Stastny again is apparently going to keep him happy. Like, I don't know anything else but that, but I've been hearing Are the they best friends or something? Are they really close? Oh, no, I just think it was Line A was upset that he didn't have a good center to play along with, right? Somebody consistent. Because remember, Brian Little's been out forever, right? Yeah, yeah. So now that he's got – they got Stastny back, now they, they've got that stabilized first and second line. So um, I was, you know, as a Habs fan, totally pumped with the idea that we could possibly land Line A. But, um, but like I said, I did not expect him to be dumped over uh, – <laughs> from the Golden Knights, the guy, and he's rumored to be on his way back at his Max Patio Pacioretty. <laughs> back to, look, yeah, he's going back to Montreal. No, hell no. Um, there, the, <laughs> the rumor is that he's on the trade block, and if that's the case, that that doesn't surprise me. He just hasn't fit in well in Vegas. Well, here's okay, and here, and, and every Has fan can crap on me, and every Vegas fan. Okay, so. As a Habs fan, watching him, you know, when he wanted to make, you know, break in with the team, he was demanding to get in there, right? And yeah, um, so they offered him a contract. It wasn't the, you know, it was a low-paying contract, high at the time, right? Or mediocre at the time, right? And I forget what it was, if it was three or four million, whatever it was, over five years. He signed it, and he was producing. He was getting his goals. Yep. But, um, you know, he... Watching him play, I didn't see him hit much. He wanted to score his goals safely beside the boards, not grind it in the corners, not go hard to the net. My biggest frustration was the second second time in a row we had to play the New York Rangers, and he's the captain of our team. They're they're taking shots at us, they're running at us, and he 
decided to fight the last elimination game. Like, where the hell was that passion? And now, fast forward to the trade of the Golden Knights, I saw him throw more body checks in a flippin' preseason game than I did the entire time with the Canadians. Here came a guy blazing down the ice, full tilt, hitting guys, going to the net. I'm like, where was this guy? Now let's talk about last playoffs. What was Patty already doing in the second round? Nothing. He was hovering once again, top of the circles, trying to score goals there and not going hard to that net. And that's one of the reasons why they're they're not, you know, they didn't contend. Is, you know, if you want it, like look at Ovechkin. You can agree with me on this one. Yep. No one to be Ovi's. I'm I'm the only show in town. You know, single player on the ice trying to make stuff happen. He was easy to defend. Once Ovi got over that, played both ends of the ice, started blocking shots, passing that puck off. Holy yep. it became a whole other team, right? Yeah, honestly, so, I mean, he really turned it around. And I mean, but he needed to, and he was he was a skilled enough player to do that. And and maybe that's. Maybe what Patrick is doing right now, by the way, is his uh, salary cap or I guess his, his average hit uh, when he was a Canadian was about four and a half mil. Yeah. Uh, he's now scheduled for the next several seasons or next couple seasons to be at seven mil a season. I don't he's not a seven mil player. No. Well, that's the thing is right. Regular season, he pots goals and then in the playoffs, he tends to disappear. Yeah. So, you know, I think last playoff, you know, last year he did OK. Like he was getting some goals. This one. I think in the, the you know the the prelim game thing he was doing okay, but then they all fizzled out, right? I know Stone, who by the way I think was you know I can say that I didn't realize what an impressive player he was until I really watched him with the uh, you know with the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Maybe it was my Habs colored lenses that were on to make me hate him and not pay attention, but he's a <laughs> hell of a hockey player. But you could tell he wasn't he was playing injured because he just wasn't the player that you know he was throughout the regular season. And he's not the type of guy to shy away from anything. And, and you but, know, I, I can definitely admit when I'm wrong. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Pacioretty had 32 goals during this regular season, and then during the playoffs, he had five. Yeah, um, which I mean, five ain't bad. Uh, in 16 games he played, he could have probably gotten a couple more. But I mean, yeah. I guess he may have earned that seven million. I, I just don't. I mean, it's two years, three years, two years, whatever he got, whatever he got paid. I think Vegas. I think he came to Vegas and got that seven million dollar deal, yeah. right? It was three yeah. years, seven mil. I'll trade him off for Nick Suzuki. Thank you very much, and Thomas Tatar. Yeah, yeah, that worked out with the Suzuki. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he uh, voted uh, into the um, rookie All Star team? Oh yeah, 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 and, and and Golovsin in Buffalo, who's uh, now in arbitration. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so but just back to Pets Ready for a quick second. If you if you go back, I'd have to pull up the stats on it, but I believe in the you know qualifying round is when or no, he didn't have to it was the yeah, the you know, the round robin, he got more goals in that than he did the actual playoff portion. And that's what the problem is. When it when they needed him to score, that's what he's there for, seven point five, he wasn't delivering. Their top guys all weren't delivering. Right. But my thing was like I was watching their power play. And again, maybe that's where they had Pat, Patch already set up was top of the circle further back and loaded up. But he's not an Ovechkin slap shot. No. Right. So, like, my criticism was I don't see you going to the net. I don't see you grinding out those hard goals, you know, looking for those pretty passing play goals that just weren't there. So that that's my criticism there, man. But let's talk about the uh, the next one on the on the block here. 
I did not see Brendan Saad going over to the Avalanche. No, but then uh, in, in that trade, I think um, didn't the Blackhawks have to retain some Assad salary? Um, I'll have to go back and take a look at that part. But they did. So you know, I, when I looked at the trade itself, Zadorov was what came to mind. I'm like, so Chicago wanted you know some bigger bodies back there. They got yeah. some smaller players, so they now have a big punishing defenseman who you know can. He, that, he's massive, right? Yeah. So he's he a can, big guy. <laughs> yeah, big guy. Yeah, he's he's uh, Sedino Chara's uh, stepson. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's a big. big we'll boy. have to get on the Sedino Chara talk later too. Sure <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, you know, I when somebody had asked me, you know, who do you think the Avalanche should go for? You know, I was like, I think they should go for Taylor Hall. Go for blazing speed, you know, and then just be, you know, pretty much untouchable, right? And. Again, I think they're being conservative. Where Saw's only there for one more year, right? Um, you know, you never know. You may still see something happen. You know, where because Hall wants to go to a contender, right? Yeah. It's going to take a little bit less. We don't know what that means yet. Over a couple of years, you know, uh, until the cap raises back up again, right? But yeah, uh, Saad. By the way, Saad, they uh, they retain one million of his contract. Yeah, so that's not it's not it's not bad. No. But but when you look at this, right? So now. You know, unfortunately for the Avalanche, school, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, again, you know, again, my home, so people would understand this. My teams are the Habs and the distant second is the Coyotes. But, you know, Nathan McKinnon, in my opinion, is the best player in hockey right now. And when he went on the record to say that he would love to have a crack at this playoff with a healthy roster, like they weren't talking one or two players, right? Both start their starter and their backup go down. And then six other key players that were regulars in the regular season were out, right? And it just yeah. kept happening them, just injury after injury. And I get that. Now you throw Brendan Saad in there, right? Speed, you know, not a huge frame, but he's still got a big enough frame, right? And he can still finish. Yep. You have that now going down, you know, another body like that. And the guy who's won a cup, he knows how to do it, right? He brings an experience to the table. It just makes that team that much better. The only thing I'm going to say is, I'll ask you as a goalie, do you think they're solid enough in that to compete next year in the playoffs? Well, right now they've got uh, Bauer and Franco's. And, uh, well, I'm sorry, that's Colorado. We're talking about Chicago, right? No, no, we're talking about Colorado. Yeah, well, honestly, I think Bauer is solid goalie. I mean, he was, he was out of his, he was playing out of his mind until he got hurt. I mean, he was making some killer saves, and I think Colorado could have gone a lot farther. Um, I don't think they would have won the cup because, uh, you know, defensively speaking, Colorado's got a few things to work on. Um, you know, I mean, Kale McCarr, man, he's fantastic, and the kid's only going to keep getting big. He's up to he's up for a big old payday, ain't he? Oh, yeah, he's coming up. He's Remember, he's only in his second year with this team, right? So Right, that's why I say he's coming up on a big old payday. Not this year, but he'll be coming up on a big old payday. So how he plays this year is going to determine he's going to get mad cash. Oh, um, yes. Him, him, between him and Hughes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so, <laughs> but 
but yeah, I mean, I think I think Grabauer's. I mean, you know, as a uh, Buffalo Sabres fan and a distant Capitals and even more distant Golden Knights fan, and I can explain that in later podcasts. But I move around a lot, so I have a lot of teams all over the world, including the Blaze and the Grizzlies and the Mustangs. And if anybody knows who those are, awesome. I will talk about them in later podcasts. But you also got to throw up the Biz Nasty, the Devils, right? <laughs> dude i love following busy he's funny i like his commercials this year because except that they repeat the same commercials every single commercial break uh it makes me want to go mad but uh grabauer i think he's definitely i mean he's a solid number one uh i think he might be due for if depending how he plays this year he could be due for a payday um i think he's a def- definite you know number one star goalie um yeah, so you look at the teams that really competed, right? Yeah. It was almost like Goaltending. You, you had almost had two starting goalies. Yep. Right? In the roster, except for I'd say, because I'd have to go back, um, Vasilevsky, you never had to worry about him because he was staying in. I don't even know who their backup is because you don't have to worry about him. Um, and Louis Domingue was the third, I remember that, but I forget who yeah. their backup is. Uh, who is I gotta look it up. Who is because he you didn't right. get to play at all. But he was yeah. one of the couple guys that didn't get to play. It was him and uh Oh, the kid. Uh, there was one kid, one forward that never got to play in one of the bubble games. And there was, um, yeah, the, the backup goalie never saw ice time either. But is McElhaney, is that who their backup was? I think it was. Curtis McElhaney. McElhaney. Take a look. I think he was a former leave, former bumped around for a while, but you don't need much. When you yeah, have you're right. It's McElhaney. Yeah, yeah he got he got 1.3 mil to watch, but I want that job. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's uh you know he got his cup. He's got his cup. That's right. But I mean, he definitely contributed to the 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 Lightning success this year. So yeah, he took a lot of hard shots in practice because that's what you do. <laughs> hey man, he had, he crushed it, wasn't he? With uh, Carolina last year. Yeah, yeah, he was part of that duo. But yeah, so but that's point- that's exactly what you're talking about. The duo. I mean, Michelini, who was his uh, counterpart? Oh, it was it was it was. Uh, uh, no, no, no! It was the same guy. Uh, they they kept one, right? The the player. oh yeah, the guy from Winnipeg. Um, I can't even think of his name right now. He's he, he was there this year, but he got hurt again, right? Peter Mazurk, right? Yeah, Mazurk, Detroit, yes. Detroit. So Mazurk and Michael, I mean, they were a hell of a combo. Those two backed, but that's what you need now. I think that's where the NHL's going is these two goalie systems, and I think you, you know you look at what. Uh, Washington's about to do bringing in Lundquist and you look what now Vancouver is doing, bringing in Hopi. And I think Hopi's definitely still the number one goalie going to Vancouver. Uh, I don't know if Lundquist, uh, I think Lundquist can definitely earn the number one spot. I got to challenge you on that one. So you think Hopi's going to take it over Yep. the American, the American beast that had the most insane goals against average in a playoff series ever? You really think yep. that's going to happen? Yep. You think he's going to take it over Demko? Watch. Watch Hopi start. Uh, well, I don't uh, – the thing is, I think it's going to be, like I said, again, leaning towards this two-goalie system. I think Hopi's going to get more starts. Oh, no. I, I think – no, I think Demko, because Demko is like – so I think it's Demko's job to lose with Hopi pressuring him. So the, get, the, the opening game, like if I'm – I don't think Hopi signs in Vancouver unless Hopi's confident he's getting the starter job. Hope he's not going to be a backup. Okay, well, 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 we're gonna have, we're gonna see on this one. This is what okay. We're gonna okay, <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens there. But I'm get, I'm saying that you know, I'll, hey, this is what's gonna be great about this podcast to see how often we're right and how often we're wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you what, I've made some predictions in the past that seem so bad halfway through the season. 
you know, it's, it's like I have no hockey sense to me at all. And then there's ones that are so brilliant, like me calling the Blue Stanley Cup win. No one was calling the Blue Stanley Cup win. I called it, you know, but I also called, you know, them to be competing against like, I forget who, that didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm like, I was half brilliant, half stupid, right? Let's go back to the Blues now, right? So now the yeah. Blues, goaltending, Bennington. Yeah, Bennington. Um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he was the reason, literally, hands down, that that city has a Stanley Cup. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't – maybe it was just this year. I mean, he didn't have a bad year. He just wasn't the shutdown goaltender, I think, that St. Louis – thought but again goalies i mean me and you were goalies we're weirdos right we know that you know well, here's goalies what I- are that position where when you don't do well man it stands out you can you can be a forward a d-man you can have a couple bad games a couple man, man bad seasons you still gonna get paid really uh but as a goalie it if you're not on it man if you, you're not playing lights out border hockey you're not staying in that well, yeah, but the thing is, I'll tell you, too, though, is, right, so Bennington was a surprise, right? So you watch enough tape, you play against him enough, you start to learn her patterns, you can pick him apart. Bennington came in so late, and no, he was on nobody's radar that he was hard to read. And at first, you're just wondering, is their defense just playing that much better on him, right? Remember backup goalie syndrome, right? Backup goalies tend to look better because you play tighter defense. You're not open up enough around them, right? So it was that, but then in the playoffs, he came up huge. But this yep. year, right, he, you know, he came in for the game. They were looking for the inspiration, and it wasn't there. Right? It wasn't, but the good thing is I think St. Louis, and honestly, I, you're not going to hear this from me often, really, at all. But I think Toronto, and we'll get into that because God knows I don't like them. Um And I have a bunch of Toronto friends, but I don't necessarily like that fan base at all. I think it's... Probably <laughs> I won't get into that now, but I think Toronto's making some really smart moves with some depth signs. I mean, I, I think that they're doing what they can with the position they put themselves in. And, Boy, that's a, you know, but, yeah. but I think the reason I bring that up is, you know, with, with uh, hey, by, by the way, are you being uh, paid right now by the Toronto sports network? <laughs> no. I wish. Hey, my guys here. I'm, I'm here. I need sponsorship, but, uh, it's only podcast. Number one, boys, let's do this. You know, let's get the, let's get the puppers in here. Hey.